1: patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedic1.com.
2: This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by... Austin based company Naturally Hims and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked in pharmaceutical grade non isolate based CBD. It's the luck of
0: the Irish this weekend here on Headlock Talk, ladies and gentlemen, as we sit down and discuss just a wee bit about Conor McGregor's victory at UFC 246. We also give you a preview for Royal Rumble weekend next weekend and all sorts of other madness. So stay tuned, it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs>
2: I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of like a, I don't know, like a casual UFC fan. You yeah, know? like I catch some of the shows, um, but I, I don't get too much into like the press conferences and like the weigh-ins and things like that. Mm. Uh, but I'll catch like the big shows, you know. And obviously Conor McGregor, he's like the, uh, you know, he's like the every man's uh, UFC fighter. You know, like everyone knows Conor McGregor. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I catch McGregor's fights. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm seeing a lot of like. I don't know. People being split online uh, mm. about this fight. Mm. I liked it. I mean, he, mm-hmm. you got two guys and, and they're, the whole point is to get into a fight and someone wins. I think it was cool. I don't know. Yeah. No, it was it a was very, very good fight. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think
0: a very good spectacle. Uh, well, welcome everybody here to a, another fun-filled episode of Headlock Talk. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Indeed. I'm, of course, the Texas Gentleman Tanner Pruitt and, of course, across from me here, the one and the only... Mr. Stephen Grudy, howdy, howdy. Also, the the most eligible bachelor in all of the wrestling podcast <laughs> community.
2: So, ladies, if you're out there, Stephen is your man. Yeah, you're gonna love me in my, my sweatpants and my, and <laughs> and my sweater. You know, yeah. So it was a very it's a very nice sweater that you have there today, Stephen. Thank you. Thank um, you. Um, Got uh, it from
0: Tarjay. Tarjay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As you're joining us here today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we were just talking about the the Conor McGregor and. Uh, cowboy cerrone fight from uh ufc 246 last night mm. uh very interesting uh turn yeah. of events here i know we're predominantly a pro wrestling podcast and all but it was such a spectacle i mean it's it's hard to miss here ladies and gentlemen yeah yeah no i mean it was a good fight
2: well um was that the main event
0: that was the main event okay. yeah i went over to a buddy's uh house uh, michael so shout out michael shout out michael um, he, uh, he, he had the, uh, the 246 last night and, um, yeah, they, uh, they, uh, him and, uh, uh his, uh, his girlfriend, Natalie, they got to show me the house. Shout they, out Natalie. Na- shout out to Natalie. Mm-hmm. They got to show me the, their new house that they bought and, uh, yeah, they were giving me a whole tour and we watched 246 nice. and it was, it was quite a fun time. Uh, the undercard was, uh, I mean, it was a bit hit or miss, mm-hmm. uh, to be perfectly honest, but I mean, the whole event is built. For the main, right? Right, right. Um, a lot of people online um, are like, oh, Cowboy, he must have taken a dive, or oh, this looks so fake, or whatever. And it's like, well, not necessarily. Cowboy is a very honorable man, I think, as you put it earlier. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think he, he, he has it in him to do such a thing. Yeah, um, I was
2: talking with uh, one of my coworkers from work, uh, Austin Randall. Shout out Austin Randall, a uh, big big shout out. yeah big UFC guy. Watches all the weigh-ins, uh, press conferences, post conferences, all, all that stuff. Um, and yeah, he, he was basically saying the same thing that cowboys too too honorable to to really go through with like you know taking a dive or or whatever. Yeah, and I mean to me, it. I mean, it it's, didn't look like that. Well, it, if and that's stupid, illegal, like, right? Like <laughs> if if Cowboy did take a dive on this fight, yeah. he is the best actor in the world because yeah. that it looked one hundred percent legit. Yeah. Well, the thing about this, like you know, if it was uh,
0: a work, for example, ah, uh, yeah, Um, I mean, it would have definitely been a lot more dramatic. I, I, I I'd give it that. But yeah. But I think, um, as your friend Austin put it, he you know when McGregor's on his A game, and he was most certainly on his A game, mm-hmm. he makes everybody look amateurish. Right, right. Right. He's on another level from everybody. The guy, uh, I think. I think Joe Rogan's used this before, but the, the man's an alien. Like, right. He, right. He he does not exist in the in the normal realm. Aliens. A- <laughs> aliens. Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. He he does not exist in the normal realm. Mm. Um. Uh, what's interesting is what happens next here Steven mm-hmm. yeah UFC 246 is definitely the biggest event of uh, I guess the ESPN era of UFC mm-hmm. and uh, we ran a poll last night just after the event everybody was kind of sleepy eyed so we didn't get as much feedback as what I would have uh, hoped but mm-hmm. um, for those who did vote we got um, uh, let me see here uh, we had options would he fight? Uh, Kamaru Uzman, the, the current welterweight champion, would he fight the winner of Tony Ferguson and Khabib Nurmagomedov uh, you know, or would he fight uh, Masvidal or someone else for that matter mm-hmm. um, the other vote got just uh, over 10% of the vote uh, fighting Kamara Uzman uh, received 24% of the vote mm. fighting the winner of the t- uh, Tony Ferguson Khabib fight uh, came in second at 27.6%, and of course a fight with Jorge Masvidal uh, came in first at 37.9%. Any one of those fights would be a great possibility here. Um, And and me being a casual fan, uh, are all these
2: guys in the welterweight division?
0: No, Usman and Masvidal are, Uh, Tony and Khabib are in the lightweight division, which i mean connor's held the title there i think the big criticism for connor is that he will win the title but he's never defended the title mm. so that's um i think there
2: might be some unfinished business there i got you so i mean uh i i guess one question i would have is uh would you see uh connor staying in welterweight or or going back down to lightweight cuz he he's pre- predominantly lightweight fighter from what i understand correct correct um
0: and I'm very much a casual fan as well. Um, I, I have been watching for years, but I, I don't know nearly as much as I do about pro wrestling. Right. Um, the Mosvidal fight seems to be interesting because both of them are just bad dudes, right? right. Um, so I, I'd be very interested in seeing that. Usman, um, it might be a little early for that. Um, Usman's a, a very good wrestler, but if he took on Connor like he did... Um, In his last fight, uh, then, I mean, if it's just a standing fight only, then Connor might just floor him. I don't know. Those strikes. Yeah, yeah, he was just vicious last night. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think the one... uh, I'm I'm kind of stumbling here, but I think the one thing that we all need to consider here is that um, even though the Khabib fight would be the one to make, I think, um, because that would be... I think in Dana White's mind, the the big fight to make that that would be the the box office record breaker, right? Um, just because
2: of all the history there. Well, that um, was don't mean to cut you off, but mm-hmm. uh, that was the last fight before uh, Connor took that long hiatus, correct? Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. But he, uh,
0: I don't know if Connor wants to continue cutting weight. Right, like he looked really, really good, he looked healthy, yeah, he looked really aged in his face, yeah, right? um he looked a lot older from all the stresses that he's had in the last year or two alone, um but I don't know if he wants to put his body back through a cut like that mm-hmm. it's possible if, i mean the, the the dropping the fifteen pounds from one seventy to one fifty five is not terrible. Um, but it's just all about, I guess, what Connor wants to do. I think it would be interesting if he went up to to welterweight, and you know, that there's a there's a lot of competition in that division anyway. But right. um, as fighters get older, it's not uh, unheard of for them to go up in a weight class. Mm. I don't know, who knows? But yeah, I think I think Dana wants to at least make the Khabib fight happen, or I mean, but Tony Ferguson's not any slouch either. So it really kind of depends on who wins that fight in April I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when that's when Conor will make his next move. He did say he'd fight any of the chumps <laughs> uh, that are out there. Yeah, um, standard
2: McGregor fashion.
0: Yeah, so good for him. Yeah. Um but uh, l- l- let's talk about some pro wrestling here, Stephen. This let's is do a, it. this is a pro wrestling podcast, of course. After all, yes. <laughs> um, but we're going to let things hang loose a little bit here, ladies and gentlemen. I think I think you kind of picked up on that from the beginning of the episode, um, Stephen. This uh, yes, uh, this Worlds Collide card for, yes. for, for next Saturday. Yes. <laughs> WWE presents uh, Worlds Collide. NXT taking on NXT UK very special event. Um <laughs> this card looks fantastic. I know that um we just came off of New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom 14, which those were great events. Oh yeah. Um but for a 5 card match or 5 match card listing like this, this could this could potentially rival that.
2: Yeah. Um NXT has been doing this a lot recently, where they're just like, "Yeah, we're just gonna, just gonna give you like an insane card." Yeah, it's like here's something that everybody wants to see, and you know, we're just gonna give it to you. Yeah, Here. like like we had we have this show, we had the the war games not too long ago, we had mm-hmm. that uh, that basically just the the Wednesday night show that was a takeover. Yeah, you know. Uh, I don't know, man. They're doing good. I'm liking it. Yeah, keep it coming, guys. <laughs> so, so let's
0: let's let's start here. Mm-hmm. Angel Garza, the the current reigning NXT Cruiserweight Champion, will be defending his title against Isaiah Swerve Scott, a per- personal favorite of mine, mm. Jordan Devlin, oh snap, and Travis Banks. That's gonna be an insane match. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Looking forward to it. It's gonna definitely be a banger. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm not familiar with two of those guys, uh, but I do know the other two. So
0: yeah, Angel Garza, he's he's very very good. Uh, obviously, he's the champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott. I mean, he's been around in the independent circuit for a good long while. He mm-hmm. reminds me, um, he reminds me a lot of Ricochet to an extent. Okay. Uh, Just in kind of his um, his acrobatic uh, uh, style. Yeah. yeah. Um. um, But but I I would say almost even more so. He might he might have more athleticism perhaps than Ricochet does.
2: More athleticism than Ricochet? Mm Hmm. mm Hmm. Huh.
0: Yeah. Okay, I, I would say so. On Garza is very much a uh, traditional luchador, um, right on. you know, very very good style. He builds a very very nice match. And then, I mean, what else can we say about Travis Banks and Jordan Devlin that haven't been said on this podcast before? Right, right um, exactly. <laughs> fantastically skilled technical uh, wrestlers in the British styling of things. Um, I'm sure Travis Banks will take offense to that since he's from New Zealand. Yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> take the compliment sir yeah there you go (laughs) um let's see here finn balor finn balor taking on Ilya dragunov like like they just randomly
2: dropped that on twitter and it was
0: like wait what (laughs) like what (laughs) so like
2: i'm excited for the this uh what will i mean probably be probably like right before the main event the diy um Oh, don't spoil it. Steven. Oh God! No, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Finn Balor, Ilya Dragunov, man, like that. I think we mentioned it on last week's show. Like this is mm-hmm. not a match that I ever thought I needed, mm-hmm. but now that it's announced, I can't wait, dude. I yeah. can't wait.
0: Uh, they they on paper they complement each other brilliantly.
2: Absolutely, brilliantly. Yeah. yeah. No, hundred percent. And man, Finn Balor coming back to NXT. I know we're a couple months into it now. Solid move. So good. So good. Very solid move. Like, uh, you know, a part of me wishes that he was, you know, champ champ on the main roster, doing it freaking big. But at the same time, like, man, he just fits so well in mm-hmm. NXT. So, so well. He's very, and, very good. And, yeah. And I think they, in NXT especially, they put a lot of emphasis on ability. Whereas in main roster, it's kind of just like. Who were you talking shit to this week? I'm going to tell
0: you a story. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, uh, and <laughs> Finn Balor being as stupidly talented as he is, yeah. it just fits so well in NXT. Well, and Ilya Dragunov, for those oh, who are not
0: familiar with him, he's no slouch either. This man, I mean, he's taken on Walter in Germany, in the UK. He's always pushing to the limits. He's... He's not like the biggest Russian dude ever, but he's like super jacked for his size. Oh yeah, and like shredded. Yeah, very like he's very very good too. Mm-hmm. Like he's very he's very much like Finn Balor, but without like a lot of the aerial kind of
2: stylings. Yeah, yeah, and, and the thing I like about Ilya Dragunov is like uh, a lot of his matches he takes a lot of punishment. Oh yeah, lots and lots of punishment, but he always comes back. Yes. Always comes back, and I think that's one of the coolest things about Ilya is like he's almost like his matches make him seem superhuman, really, because mm. he's just like, oh, your your neck is broken. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, <laughs> but, but you did a dive off the top rope. Okay, cool. Yeah, you know, and, and he does a lot of that. You know, oh yeah, oh yeah.
0: Um, Rhea Ripley is yes. first defense of the NXT Women's Championship against. Tony Storm. Yes. Yes. These two have quite the history. Uh, this will be quite a brilliant match, I think.
2: Oh, yeah. Two of my favorites. Yeah. Two of my favorites. And I'm, man, I'm just really excited to see where they're going to go with Rhea Ripley because mm. uh, she's going to re- uh, retain this title, I think. I, I really do think I'm, so. I'm pretty certain. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Tony. I mean, it is what it is. But, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, after she dropped the title um, or after Shayna dropped the title to Rhea Ripley, it. <laughs> I know I've talked shit about Shayna a lot, but mm. um, it, it was just her time to, to to drop the title, I think. And mm. now with Rhea Ripley having it, man, I'm just so excited for what they're going to do with her, you know?
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I do see Rhea retaining the title here as mm-hmm. well. Uh, but they're going to have a great match together, for sure. 100%. Um I mean, with that said, I mean for a lot of these matches that I see here, I think all but one, I really see, you know, uh, NXT taking the win here, um, as opposed to NXT UK. No offense to our UK uh, friends out there, right? Um, but I do see a pretty, pretty lopsided affair
2: here in, in NXT's favor, the traditional NXT. Well, I mean, um, NXT—they're—they're they're the ones with the weekly show. You know, mm-hmm. so it makes more sense for them to go over uh, on UK. I think um, again, like you said, no offense to our, our UK brethren, uh, mm-hmm. but I don't know. They need that impact. You know,
0: here is the most intriguing match on this card for me. Here, Steven. the one that I almost spoiled, the earlier. one that the one that you almost gave away for, for all <laughs> the ladies and gentlemen out there. Um, so on this week's NXT, uh, undisputed era. Uh, came out after Tommaso Ciampa was cutting a promo on them and basically Adam Cole and everything happening like that. They had, they jumped Tommaso Ciampa. And who was to save him but Johnny Gargano? Johnny Wrestling. Johnny Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came down to the ring. And f- for the first time in a long time, Gargano and Ciampa stood tall and backed down Undisputed Era from the ring uh they did their meet in the middle finisher from old DIY days and it was it was interesting. They 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 embraced for a minute and uh well something very interesting happened afterwards. Hmm. Trent Seven of Mustache Mountain tweets out, "Hey, since you guys look like you're, you know, becoming such good friends again, why don't why don't me and uh uh Tyler Bate call you out for a match?" Hmm. DIY Versus Mustache Mountain. Yes, please. And <laughs> if you'll recall last week's on uh, Headlock Talk, if wishes were fishes, I did in fact wish for Tyler Bate versus Johnny Gargano. And this, and you're <laughs> kind of getting it. The, the wrestling gods have shined down and given me something even better. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is going to be a glorious tag team match. Yeah, uh, just a a, a pure. Joy to watch and behold.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, apart from uh, you know undisputed era, you got DIY, who's the best. I mean, obviously they're not necessarily a thing anymore. um, But you have they're the best tag team. They're the the best tag
0: team that NXT. uh, One of the best tag teams, if not the best tag team in NXT history, I would say. Both them and Mustache Mountain, for that matter. Mm -hmm. Um, Both had held titles. Uh, the the NXT tag team titles, undisputed era probably Bobby Fish. It'd be it'd be it be arguable either whatever combination of Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly or Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly for that matter. Mm-hmm. E- either one of those combinations could be considered probably
2: the best tag team in NXT history. Me personally, I prefer but. the the Fish O'Reilly tag team for whatever reason. I don't know.
0: Uh, I, see, I'm more of a Roderick Strong, Kyle O'Reilly kind of guy. I know you are. I know you are. I, I, I like their... Um, I, I, I just like their chemistry. It's it's a bit different. I hear you. Um, I mean,
2: it, it's two sides of the same coin, really. Mm-hmm. The The main thing about both of those tag teams, honestly, is Kyle O'Reilly. Yes. He, he's just so, he, so he, good. He
0: really does make Undisputed Era r-
2: just so good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, like, I, I think Kyle O'Reilly gets um, kind of the... Almost the short end of the stick and kind of overshadowed by Adam Cole. Hmm. But, Mm -hmm. man, Kyle O'Reilly is so good. Like, top five in in NXT, really. Like, he's so, so good. But very, very, very good. Um,
0: But, yeah, this this DIY Mustache Mountain match, this is one to watch. Uh, Definitely one to look out for. And then, of course, your main event here. Mm Mm-hmm. Again, something that was a previous wish on if wishes were fishes. Uh, Imperium, Alexander Wolf, Fabian Eichner, Marcel Barthel, and Valter take on Undisputed Era: Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyler Riley, and Roderick Strong. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Faction warfare here, Stephen. Yeah, uh, a battle for superiority,
2: dude. All of our wishes keep coming true.
0: I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm baffled. I'm absolutely NXT.
2: Hit us up, good. Good job. Hit us up. <laughs> yeah, please. We'll we'll book for you. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be working already. Uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, this one's this one's going to be really good. Um, mm. Me me personally, it's a lot of people for a tag team uh, match. Uh, but if anyone can do it appropriately, it'd be these two teams, and it would be NXT. So I am excited for the match for sure. Um, I just want Undisputed Era to go out and and do what they do best. I, Imperium, I like them. Mm. Uh, definitely not you know, they're not a huge draw for me, I would say, Uh, but the match itself should be very, very good. See, this is the one match where I think that there will be a title change. Oh, you think so? Not
0: a a title change. I'm so sorry. Uh, NXT UK win. The only other one that I think could happen here would be Travis Banks possibly winning the uh, NXT Cruiserweight title, Mm. And, and I'm only going with Travis Banks and, and not Jordan Devlin, simply because Travis Banks has been on the NXT proper show uh, on on USA here stateside. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it would make sense. Um, and then you could have Travis Banks and Guards Garza have a hell of a feud. Um, so, I'm definitely,
2: definitely all for that, uh, 100%. Yeah, and I feel like uh, Fatal 4-Ways don't happen very often anymore, so this is cool to see. Yes, this
0: is this is going to be a very, 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 very good way to kick off next weekend, mm-hmm. uh, especially
2: with it being Royal Rumble weekend. I just um, hope we don't get into a situation with this 4-Way match where yeah. two people die outside of the ring, and then you got two people wrestling in the ring, and then one of those guys dies, and the other guy gets resurrected, and then, you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. uh, a lot of a lot of those matches just devolve into like a singles match with two guys dead outside yeah. the ring. Yeah. Um. But I trust NXT. Yeah. I trust NXT UK. So it should be good. It, it should be good. Yeah. I'm just always weary with these kind of matches.
0: Uh, well, I, I think it's going to be great regardless. Mm-hmm. And and to be perfectly honest, here I know we're about to preview Royal Rumble, but um, you know, uh. I expressed some thoughts uh, in a uh, social media chat the other night uh, with uh, with some of our friends. Um, and uh, I, I said, look, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I think War Games is going to be better than, not War Games, Worlds Collide, rather, is going to be better than Royal Rumble this year. Uh, to which that was poo-pooed by uh, Josh and uh, uh, Mags. Uh, so I guess I realized that I have no real friends out there on social media. <laughs> so, you know, if you guys are listening, you know. Keep your opinions to yourselves. <laughs> does it help <laughs> if I agree with you? <laughs> oh. Does that help? <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> no, seriously, though. Uh, Josh, Mags, you're welcome on the show anytime that you'd like. Yes, indeed. Um, but World's Class going to be the better show. Um, anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, Royal Rumble 2020 here, Stephen. Very, um, very interesting card here. I actually haven't even... Uh, I haven't even taken a look at this card yet. Well, uh, well, let me help you out here. Well, let's see what we got here. Yeah. Um we have Shorty G versus The Returning Sheamus. You lost me.
2: Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just man, why you got to uh, do my man like that, Shorty G? Uh, Come on, dude.
0: Roman Reigns versus King Corbin in a falls count anywhere match. What year is this? Uh this is uh 2020, Stephen. Mm, okay. Could have fooled me. Yeah. Uh, could have been 2018 still, huh?
2: Could have been 2019. Yeah. <laughs> um I'm sorry. I'm putting less of a filter on right now. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, Bailey
0: versus Lacey Evans. Uh, cool. It, it, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, it should be good. Lacey yeah. Evans has been getting uh, a lot better since uh, since the summertime. Mm-hmm. So, and I think uh, a lot of that comes down to uh, her continuous work in the ring. Right, right. So. Um,
2: well, I mean, that was one of our our main complaints about Lacey Evans when her and uh, Becky Lynch were feuding was that... Criticisms. Criticisms, yeah, was that, uh, you know, Becky Lynch is freaking Becky Lynch, and she's so, so good, Mm. and then putting her up with Lacey Evans, and not that Lacey Evans is bad, she's just nowhere near Becky's level, Mm, you know, mm -hmm. Uh, but seeing her get a little bit more time under her belt's nice. So, I mean, going, going up against Bailey, I think is a really good choice for her. Mm, mm -hmm. Uh, I I think, uh, I think it
0: is a good choice. I mean, as far as the Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin thing is concerned, uh, I I think that they're really just going to just brawl until they get, they reach a uh, random dog food factory in Houston. And then, then then one will throw the other into the dog food pit Mm -hmm. thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's where the pin' will happen. I didn't mean
2: for the giant to take the plunge, brother <laughs> <laughs> so so Bailey and Lacey are both heels at this point, right? uh no, Lacey's
0: more of a baby face now, really, yeah, okay. yeah i I know you haven't gotten around to as as much smackdown as you'd like, but um well.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, you, there, you're, you're you're far busier than I am. I'll, I'll, there's I'll so much. There's so much wrestling. Yeah. nowadays, you yeah. know, and I really just gotta pick and choose. Yeah, uh, uh, what I what I really want to watch. Well, and, you know?
0: and 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 no one can blame you for that, really. Yeah. Like, I mean, um,
2: I, I, I sometimes I wish, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I could be like, oh, I'm gonna turn this off. Yeah, um, usually for uh, Raw and SmackDown, I'll catch like highlights. Uh, read some articles about them and and stuff like that if there's anything like crazy going on i'll I'll try to catch at least that segment or or something like that but uh that's right you are very good about catching up on like hulu and stuff like that right right i just uh i don't know i I haven't sat down and watched a full show in uh in a little bit not gonna lie
0: well let me get your thoughts on this match here steven Mm -hmm. uh bray wyatt the Fiend Bray Wyatt defends his WWE Universal Championship against Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. in a strap match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, what is that stipulation? A strap match is basically there for for those who have not seen there. There is a strap, like a leather strap, basically that binds them together, and they can use the strap as a weapon and mm. all this other stuff. So I guess okay. this is so that yeah, this is so that uh, the Fiend can't run away from Daniel Bryan.
2: Should be the opposite way, right? Uh, I mean... Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That, that gimmick's yeah. weird to me. Uh, I've seen strap matches before in the past, now that you've told me, uh, mm-hmm. or I guess jogged my memory about what they are. Um, I don't know. Should be fine. Uh, I, I do think the, this match would be better uh, being a straight-up singles match, just because the the Fiends matches... The, the Fiend is more about the spectacle, than, than the match itself,
0: right? Mm-hmm. I, think we, I think we've I, talked about this before. I thought before. it was about me damaging my corneas. I thought that's what this
2: was about. Oh, you and your red lights, man. You need to just let it go. No, and never. Die in a fire. But but yeah, so the, the Fiend's more about the spectacle more than just the, the overall quality of the match, right? But if the if the Fiend and Daniel Bryan were to have a straight up singles match, I think Daniel Bryan is the type of guy that can get a fantastic match out of the Fiend. Yeah, of um, course. So them putting it as a strap match is a little weird to me. Mm. I do think it's doing itself a little bit of a disservice. Mm. Um, I don't know. I mean, it should be good. Mm. Uh, I, I think Daniel Bryan and the Fiend are going to have a good match just with the with the strap gimmick. I, I'm not about it yet. Mm. Maybe they'll prove mm-hmm. me wrong, uh, but. Yeah, it'll. In my opinion, it'll be a good match at the very least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, we'll see what they do to try to get it into that great match or main event territory. You know, no, I mean, I think that's definitely a fair take on
0: this. Here's the match that I'm looking forward to most. Here, mm-hmm. uh, Becky Lynch versus Asuka for yes. the WWE Raw Women's Championship. This has actually been built very, very well. I think um, it's all about. Becky painting this narrative of you know she became the big star she's she's the leading role in WWE and she's being protected now by by the company and they don't want her anywhere near she's made Asuka look brilliant she's you know the most dangerous person in in all of the women's division yeah. right and you know Asuka spitting the green mist into Becky's eyes and. Becky cutting this awesome promo afterwards where, where she's like screaming and, but like, she's like wiping the green mist out of her face and talking about how, uh, you know, Oscar is so dangerous. Um, yeah, it, it makes me really, really want to see this match. This, so, yeah, this is definitely the match I'm looking forward to most, Becky versus Asuka here.
2: Yeah, I, and I, I like that you brought up how it's built, too, because really this is how... And I know Asuka's already a star, right? You know, a, a lot of people like Asuka, but this is really how you take the momentum of someone else and apply that to building someone else up as well you know so you have becky right now who's on top of the freaking world right everyone loves becky Mm -hmm. and this is the textbook way of applying that push and applying that star power to another wrestler yeah you know what i mean um so it's really cool to see i love oscar and what's funny about this is the storyline is true you know, where where she's saying, like, you know, Asuka's, you know, the, the most dangerous woman on the roster and all that. That's kind of true. Yeah. I mean, Asuka's a monster, really. Asuka's really a monster. And I, I just, they're, they're doing it so well. This is one of the best, uh, I guess, WWE stories that they've had in, in a little bit, I think. Yeah. No, I, I would definitely agree with that for mm-hmm. sure, 100%. um.
0: Yeah, I, I I do see Becky retaining here. Mm-hmm. And then I guess uh we'll see what happens with the Women's Royal Rumble match. Yeah. Now now Becky Becky won the Women's Royal match Royal Rumble match last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Words and stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um is there anyone who's like a clear-cut choice to 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 win the
2: Women's Royal Rumble this year in your mind, Steven? Man, I I'm, I'm not sure really. Um I, I, mm. I want someone different. You know, I, I don't want, mm. I don't want Charlotte. I don't want, yeah. I don't want Bailey. Yeah. I don't want, well, Bailey's, I understand, yeah. but I'm just giving examples. You know, right. Like I, I don't want Lacey Evans, like the, the mm. big ones. I want someone like, like I want Ember Moon to win. Interesting. And I know she's been gone for a little bit. Mm. Um, it, was that an injury
0: or, or what was that? I think I, well, I think she's yeah. There was an injury that she's had for that she had for a little while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the interesting one here, uh, interesting pick, would be um, Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler getting called up and winning the the Royal Rumble, and then getting called up to the main roster and feuding with, uh, probably probably
2: uh, Becky is, is 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 who I would go with here. And, I'd actually the, be totally cool with that. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Cause mm-hmm. I, I think she's, uh, her and Becky are similar in the sense that they're better in the chase. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As mm-hmm. opposed to being the top person. And so now that Shane has dropped the title, uh, the NXT women's title to Rhea Ripley, uh, getting her back into that kind of chasing for the title scene, I mm. think is a really good idea. I could agree with that. Yeah. yeah.
0: She was vicious in the in the initial chase for the title, and then she was champion for so long. Yeah. Um, it would be interesting. Uh, that, that would be an interesting matchup, Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I could definitely see that. I could also see Charlotte. Charlotte's probably a distant second, like a distant second in my opinion, but I, I, I would say... Uh, be on the lookout uh, for Shayna Baszler here mm-hmm. in the in the Women's Royal Rumble. I think that's definitely going to be a a for sure thing here. Yeah, I mean, so w- would you prefer Shayna or Charlotte? Shayna. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to sure. go with Shayna because it does add something different. And Shayna did win that match with her and Bailey and and Becky at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely the argument that can be made of you know, well, I, I I beat both of you at you know Survivor Series, and Becky can be like, no, you you pinned. Bailey. Like, right, you right. Know, like, I'm the real women's champion around here. Um, no, no disrespect to Bailey, but, you know, <laughs> the company is built around Becky at the moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Men's Royal Rumble, Steven. Uh, we talked a little bit about this last week on uh, What Are the Odds? Mm-hmm. Boy. <laughs> yes. Um, we, we talked about some favorites here. Uh, I mean, definitely some people to look out for. I mean, you, you could have the option of. Uh, Brock, you know, winning the whole thing. S-s-s- I mean, yeah, you could. S-s- Stevens, snarling. No, I'm going to skirt past it. <laughs> I think I think our fans have heard enough. Yes, yes, yes. Everybody gets one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Roman could be a possibility. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. I mean, is there anybody else that
2: could stand out to you as, as being a favorite here? I mean, for, for me, man, I really want to see Drew McIntyre win. Interesting, honestly, and I, I know that's weird coming from me because uh, I've had a lot of distaste for <laughs> Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre. Hmm. Um, but man, yeah, he he's just been, and, and they haven't really changed much about him. Like he he's still himself. Yeah, but there's something different about him. They're actually pushing him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and they're not saying <laughs> they're not saying Scottish psychopath every 15 oh. seconds. You know. Um, but yeah, I, I really think uh, Drew McIntyre could take it, and with the, uh, I guess with the the fanfare around him right now, the fans are really liking him. I think mm-hmm. that'd be a really good, uh, really good push there. Interesting, yeah. Interesting,
0: yeah. I I'm very interested in what happens here in the men's Royal Rumble. Again, I this card is is fine. There's nothing wrong with this card. Mm-hmm. I like the Royal Rumble match itself. Yeah. To to, to a, a greater extent, I think it's I think it's at least interesting in terms of a story-building mechanism leading into the road to WrestleMania. Right. Uh, but just for me, the Worlds Collide cards just look so
2: much better if you are a hardcore wrestling fan. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, I know I've said this before in the past, but I'll say it mm-hmm. again. You know, you don't have to make a card be four hours long for it to be a good card. You know what I mean? And I've said this again. The the Men's Royal Rumble and the Women's Royal Rumble, for that matter, um, the The implications coming out of the match are always way better than the match itself, in my opinion. Uh, I, I think the Royal Rumble match is just way too long. Uh, I've, I've seen it for, you know, going on 15 years now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, is, it is tradition. It is history. There's history with the match. And, and I understand why they do it every year. It's just... I don't know. I haven't been excited for... See, I can be excited for the Royal Rumble card, but I haven't been excited for the Royal Rumble match in Mm. a while, honestly. That's that's very interesting.
0: I I feel the exact opposite.
2: That's fair. fair.
0: I'm much more more excited to see what they actually do and who they end up going with. I do agree probably Drew McIntyre would be the right choice at this point. Um, him or Roman really either one of them I think would be the right choice, but there's no real clear cut winner. So I'm, I'm intrigued by who they might end up going with.
2: Um, but see that, that's, that's exactly the point I'm making though, is that you want a clear cut winner? No, like the implications of the match and what it means going forward is bigger than the match itself Mm. that, you know? Yeah. I, I I can see your point. That, that's what I'm saying, and and I don't want to I don't want to shit all over Royal Rumble. Obviously, no. But it's just it's such a long match. It's just so long, and mm. like we get the same thing every year. Well, now there's two of them. There's the men's and the women's. Yeah, and, and last year the women's was better than the men's, and, and so I, honestly, yeah. I, I'm pretty much expecting that same thing this year. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. who knows? Interesting.
0: Um, but yeah, no, those those are the two card rundowns. Um, if you disagree with me and you think that the Royal Rumble, uh, card is the better one, you know, feel free to hit us up at headlock talk on Twitter at headlock talk. Mm -hmm. Please Mm -hmm. be civil though. You know. Uh, or don't, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I was I was compared to a very unsavory character the other night. Oh yeah, An uh, unsavory uh, uh, social media character on Twitter, and I uh, did, did not appreciate that. Mags and Josh <laughs> um, did not appreciate. I thought oh, you were being serious H- for a second. No, I. I mean, I am, <laughs> um, but I did not appreciate that. You guys. Oh you know, man. So uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> What, what what else can we talk about? I I, I threw this out here the other night.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was like, All right, what what do you guys want to talk about this weekend? Yeah, you know, uh, and uh, we we got some feedback. Uh, you know, some people wanted to to, to hear you know maybe some give, give some thoughts about what they want to hear. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, here we go. Uh, the fourth will at Wilson P, and then the number six five
2: three seven six five two eight. Man, it must be really hard for you to log in. Oh, yeah. I'd forget that number. I mean, it probably has some some meaning to him, but... Perhaps so. Or her. Him? Her? Uh, per- perhaps. I don't know. Um, okay. I mean, it is just the, the, the
0: handle, right? I mean, you can still just use your email address and just... That's a good star. point. You can use your phone number, too, so never mind. Your phone number, yeah. I am dumb. Will asks... The fourth Will, rather, mm-hmm. asks, um, Should Lesnar... I'm sorry. <clears throat> brain failed, Poor <laughs> should Drew McIntyre be the new Royal Rumble winner and face Brock Lesnar for the D- WWE Raw Championship? I mean, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I think so. I think so, too. I, I think that would be a, a very, very interesting match, um, and as long as they make Drew look like a powerhouse, mm-hmm. a, r- a runaway freight train leading up to... Uh, um, uh, WrestleMania, then I think that's good. I think far too often the WWE relies on, Oh, he's the underdog kind of scenario. when Putting somebody up against Brock Lesnar. And I think what they need to do here in this case is, um, build drew as somebody who's on Lesnar's level for sure. So that way it's like one of those like big Hoss fight moments.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for me, the, the biggest thing, uh, I do agree, Drew McIntyre for sure. Um, I, I think if they don't go with Drew McIntyre, it, it is a very, very awfully missed opportunity. Mm. Just because Drew McIntyre is very, very talented. We yeah. all know this. Mm. But he, he's never had he's never had the crowd reaction that he has now. I think it's the right time. Absolutely. And, That's what I'm going and for. And if he
0: beats Brock, I think he has potential to be a far better heel than Brock, with, oh hundred percent with the title. If he was to go in that direction, I mean, yeah. he could he could he could be a baby face for all that, you know, for all I know. But um, I mean, um, I think that he would project as a very very good
2: heel champion. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do like the mm-hmm. thing you said about um them building Drew as on Brock's level because I, I I think that's one of the things that's that's so monotonous and mm-hmm. boring about Brock's storylines is that it's oh, there's no way you're going to beat him. There's no mm-hmm. way you're going to beat him. There's mm-hmm. no way. Mm-hmm. you know. And getting told, oh, there's no way you're going to beat him 50 times mm-hmm. over the course of a few weeks can get very monotonous mm-hmm. and, and very boring. But if they are able to build him up as like, this is going to be a crazy fight, and, and this fight is going to dictate the next, you, you know, the future of WWE, and, mm-hmm. and this, this fight dictates the next year, He's, yeah. I think that's the way to go. Yeah, 100%.
0: I I would agree with you on that. Um, I would hope so. I was agreeing with your point. (laughs) I'm agreeing with your agreements to me. Um, I agree. uh, Christina Aguilera's manager on Twitter at Alfredo's agent. Yes. Mm. We're we're, we're moving on up in the world like Stephen. Like Christina Aguilera. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's the name. Christina Aguilera's manager on Twitter at Alfredo's agent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Um, who is Alfredo? Mm. Mm. Alfredo sauce? Maybe. Mm. Mm. Like I said, Steven, moving on up in the world here. They want to ask about Lacey Evans being the best character of the women's division. Do you, do you think uh, Lacey Evans? I mean, I know you're, you're still catching up here with uh, Lacey Evans, but uh, well, I mean, where would you put her as far as like character work in the women's division? Now that she's kind of gotten this baby face role, mm-hmm. she's obviously former military. Uh, you know, it's a strong character and somebody who, um, uh, I mean, could be a good role model yeah, out yeah. there, especially since it's a more, um, they're trying to appeal to the kids more.
2: Right, right. WWE. No, I mean, I definitely like uh, Lacey Evans' character for sure with the whole Southern Belle vibe. Yeah. Um, I, I really, really like that. And I, I think um, a lot of WWE characters have gone away from just like the clear cut, like, gimmick, you know? Uh, a lot of people are just like, I'm big and muscular. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> but like, what's your thing? You know, Ashley. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know, not, not everyone has to have a thing, right? Necessarily. Right. Um, but when half of the roster is just like there, yeah, it, it can kind of get boring. So I do appreciate that about Lacey Evans. She just she is the Southern Bell. And, and every time you see her, she's in her character to the nth degree. So right. I definitely well, appreciate that about her. And and I I, I think this too here, right? Um,
0: I think that we're seeing um, with with Lacey especially. This is what I would like to see. Um, the the whole concept of Mc, McMahonism, Vince McMahonism is is like we're going to give you this outrageous character. You know, you're you're the Undertaker, so you're a dead man, right? You're the Planet's Champion, yeah, you're, yeah. The, the Planet's Champion who's got a hemp belt, yeah. Um, Which was actually a great character. Yeah, just it, was, it was it was good. Um, but but I I like to see. I think what worked. Here, I'll give you this, mm. Daniel Bryan specifically with the Planet's Champion character, mm-hmm. right? That worked so well because that was that was actually aspects true to life Daniel Bryan. Right, right. Um, and in a lot of ways here, uh, the gimmicky stuff is just such a turnoff in, a, in so many cases that when you actually see, like, Daniel Bryan, the real person, or Lacey Evans, the real person, I feel like there's a lot better connection there than what it is that, you know, they, they do this all over-the-top kind of, you know, uh, right.
2: Uh, gimmickiness, right? Well, um, seeing them in... You know their their non character, just seeing them as they are, can also hinder the character as well. Hundred percent, yeah. That no, that's a, that's a hundred percent. Um, I I
0: don't. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just what's the best way of saying this? Like, I I don't um dislike the Southern Belle character. I mean, it's just it's just an aspect of what makes Lacey Evans Lacey Evans. I much I much more appreciate seeing Lacey Evans the 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 the, the person, the military, uh, you know, uh, like the person of, of the military, the you know, the mom, the you know, all the other things that make Lacey Evans who she is, right? Yeah, Miss American values, Miss American values, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I I like that much more, um, and I think that's what makes. Uh, Lacey, a lot different is that she's been able to kind of let that shine a bit more than maybe some of the other ladies out, out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's what I think here. So I hope that hope that answers your question. Uh, if Christina Aguilar ever wants to get in touch with Headlock Talk, then I guess you can reach out to us through uh Talk at gmail.com Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. So always open. <laughs> Thank you for your thoughts there, guys. Um, Chef Dad at Chef Dad 2000. <laughs> Great name. Yeah, 100%. Love it. Um uh they they wanted our thoughts here. There was a uh, IWTV uh wrestling show here uh for uh micro wrestling. Uh he says the return of minis to the spotlight from micro wrestling. Uh, this is, of course, uh, um, uh, micro-wrestlers You know, taking each other on, and it was a, uh, a very fun uh, event from all the highlights that I could see. I did not personally watch it, but from all the video clips and highlights that I saw uh, on the Twitter handle of micro-wrestling, it looked very entertaining. So yes, good to see them uh, kind of have a little bit of a resurgence, a little bit of a spotlight there. Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I liked. It. I'll show. I'll show you some later. It was. Okay. It was pretty
2: good. I'm down. Yeah. I don't think I've heard of uh, IWTV before.
0: Yeah. It's. It's like. Um. It's. It's like an internet wrestling streaming service. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. For like independent wrestling and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. I had to take a brief moment there to wet my whistle. Um. Yeah. <laughs> That's a <laughs> uh, But thank you, Chef Dad 2000, for uh, for your your question there, your thoughts. Um, speaking of independent wrestling, uh, Connor, uh, who made a guest appearance on our, uh, our God Bless Texas episode. Yes. God Bless Texas. Howdy. <laughs> uh, Connor is at uh, Connor with a K, K-O-N-O-R underscore 12. He asks, your favorite indie promotions to watch right now. Mm. 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 Yes. Um, Connor says, my top three are GCW, then Progress, and then CZW. Mm. Um, hmm. Favorite independent wrestling promotions. I mean, obviously, one.
2: Progress is up there. Progress is probably my number one right now. Yeah, yeah.
0: I really like Rev Pro a lot as well. Mm-hmm. I've been getting back into them. OTT is fantastic, mm-hmm. um, especially. I mean, if you haven't seen that Jordan Devlin David Starr match, argh, go see it. Yes, uh, <laughs> that'll that'll boggle your brains really good. Even just like the introductory package to it, like the super cinematic like <laughs> video package was like, oh my god, this it's, is like a movie trailer. This is brilliant. Yeah, it's exactly like a movie trailer. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I would put it. Um and then a PWG, mm-hmm. I mean, has always been really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people throw around like, oh, you know, New Japan. You know, what what about New Japan? New Japan's not really independent. I wouldn't say so. New Japan does contract their wrestlers, just kind of along the same lines as like Ring of Honor kind of does. Which that's big news, by the way, Marty Scurll. Uh, now having a lot of booking weight in Ring of Honor. He's kind mm-hmm. of re-signed. I really think that uh, we might be seeing a resurgence of Ring of Honor here soon because he's pulling out all the big guns. He's bringing in lots of New Japan guys to do Ring of Honor shows yeah. now, like Will Ospreay, Jay Lethal. Not Jay Lethal. Jay White. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean Marty um, Skrull's
2: a freaking genius. So
0: Yeah, he just just imagine this. Uh, Marty Skrull could in fact be the bridge that connects all paths from ring of honor to new japan to nwa to even AEW yeah marty scroll could be the intersection that leads all, all those big wrestling companies together
2: we'll see that's kind of brilliant yeah no absolutely and i i am a little so obviously congratulations to marty scroll right um having that amount of booking power in a company uh like Ring of Honor is great. Congratulations. The AEW fan in me is a little upset that he's not going to AEW, but what if he still is? You know, he he still definitely could be. And of course, he, that would make him a very 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 busy man. And I get that. Uh, but we, we had all those teases of Marty girl coming to AEW and now with him resigning to ring of honor and getting more uh, responsibility in that company, what happened? You know, like it's... where, where do those teas where, where are those teases coming from? Where are they going? I
0: don't think that it's going to go anywhere that they thought it would to be perfectly honest on AEW's part. It might be one of those things that just kind of drops off the face of the earth. You think or, so? or they find somebody else to fill in that that role of like, who's the the puppet master behind the Dark Order, you know? Um, it's still possible because again, Marty Skrull's got the relationship with New Japan, Marty Skrull's appearing on NWA, uh, Nick Aldis just came back to to do a spot in Ring of Honor very recently, they, they're... Hopefully, Ring of Honor will have a major resurgence this year, mm-hmm. um, and I think that would be for, for all the best, really, um, because there's a lot of great talent there. You know, Bandito, uh, he, he might be he either might be sticking around, or he might just be working independently and no. just doing like one, you know, one off shows with them. Jeff um, Cobb's still there, right? Jeff Cobb is still there, I believe. Mm-hmm. They just signed um, uh, Dragon Lee mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Flamita. So, um, yeah, Ring of Honor is, like, slowly getting, getting back there. Hey, I man, that's um, great. You know, they still allow their talent to work PWG shows, so that's always good. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of depends. But, yes, it is It is quite interesting that Marty Skrull is the one that sits – right in the middle of all four of these companies that could really draw them all together. Mm -hmm. And if he's the one that could actually be the power broker that sits in the middle of the table and says, you know what, we can all work together on this, right? Mm -hmm. Like we can all make this happen. I think if, 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 if that happens, then yes, Steven, I think you'd be exactly right. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, maybe we do see a Marty Skrull on AEW one-off kind of thing. Maybe Mm -hmm. a ring of honor invasion of AEW. Perhaps I know we talked about a ring of honor invasion of NXT, if WWE ever bought them, yeah. But maybe now with these recent events, maybe that that option seems more likely. I don't know.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, to to answer uh, the question from our from y- uh, yes, I, correct. Kind right? of tangents. No, that's okay. Yeah, um, yeah. For me, progress definitely is number one uh, mm-hmm. up there. PWG uh, would definitely be a close second. Um, those are really the main two. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that I watch in terms of independent shows. Uh, mm-hmm. I do catch OTT every now and then. I've seen a couple uh, Rev Pro shows as well. Um, yeah, mm. yeah. Those yeah. four. Those yeah.
0: four. Yeah. I, I would say those are those are like the big four mm-hmm. in independent wrestling. And, and GCW is working
2: up. Uh, two. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I still have not had the pleasure of watching a GCW show, but I've mm. heard a lot, a lot about them online, especially mm-hmm. um, r slash squared circle. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, uh, mm-hmm. any of you guys are on Reddit on r slash uh, squared circle, but a lot of GCW fans on that subreddit. So I've been hearing a lot about it. Uh, the Matt DeLorean. On Twitter at IllustriousG40.
0: Brilliant name. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> um, Matt asks If wishes were fishes, I'd wish the Lana slash Rusev slash Lashley slash Liv storyline never happened.
2: I mean, what do you want me to say? I agree. <laughs> like, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah 100%. Um, yeah, I. I uh, uh, that storyline is not for us, though. And I. I know we give I know we give huh. WWE a lot of shit yeah, but who, that storyline's not for us. Uh, who's it for? It's for the casual fan. It's huh. not for the guys that that watch huh. independent wrestling every single promotion, listen to podcasts, do podcasts. It, yeah. It's not for the hardcore fan. And and I understand that's annoying because it is. And we've talked about how annoying it is for a lot. But I want to give WWE a little bit credit huh. because that that storyline it, it's just it's not made for us, really. How enlightening, Stephen. I mean, that's, that's just how I see it. You know, and, but but, but and I I'm mean, not saying anybody is not entitled to their opinion or not yeah. entitled to their criticisms because we've criticized it very heavily. Yeah, but yeah, I I mean, we're not supposed to like
0: it necessarily. No, I mean you're 100 percent right, and I think I think that's the kind of. Uh, uh, that's the kind of thing that we we in the wrestling community don't hear a lot often. Is yeah. is, is, is that kind of insight? Uh, so um, yeah, I mean, brilliant. Uh, that, that 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 was that was a brilliant take there, Stephen. Well, thank you. Your you know your your mind and intellect is as sharp as <laughs> your. Uh, uh, you know, where's this going? Your your handsomeness, you know. Oh, okay, uh, okay. You know, for oh, for all you. all you ladies out there, Steven, you know, uh, he's a he's available. So I didn't know this was like headline Talk <laughs> slash
2: match.com. Yeah, I'm putting you over here, Steven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, but uh, I do I do still agree. Yeah. I, I do wish it didn't happen, yeah. but that's that's just me. There you go, from a hardcore wrestling fan perspective.
0: <laughs> hey, well that's. I, I I really like that take, Stephen. Well, thank you.
2: Mm. <laughs> um,
0: with that said, Stephen, come on over and, and see this this one here real quick. Uh, Jpq at big pause on a pup. Our friend Jpq, of course, we haven't we haven't had him on the show in a long time. He he needs to come back for uh, uh, you know after dark. I think, uh, after dark. Uh, JPQ asks, if wishes were fishes, what would a tiger barb fish be? And look at this. This, this fish is actually a pretty good-looking fish, don't yeah, you think, yeah. here, Steven? Yeah. He's um, a small little guy. a very small little guy here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but he's a, he's quite a nice-looking fish. Mm-hmm. So, Stephen, I guess to, to answer JPQ's question, what fish, or what wish,
2: rather, would best resemble this tiger barb fish? So what's interesting about the tiger barb, right? Oh, you uh, you know a lot about the tiger barb. Uh, I mean more than the average person, I would say, just because um, me and my household were very into aquariums uh, and fish. We have like, I mean, a very of quick fish. off the top of my head, we have about ten fish tanks yeah, in our so house. A, maybe a, a little bit a more. A lot. I, I've seen it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's um, a lot of fish. And tiger barbs are actually a really cool fish because they're very treat. They're very cheap. Which is mm. nice, but they they're very vibrant, right? And so, what what this wish makes me think of is something that would be very easy to do, but would make a very big impact, Ooh. right? And so, for me, what this would be would be this would be a, a CM Punk WrestleMania return. Oh, is geez. what that would be? Just because that's so easy, like like it's so easy. Just get CM Punk back, and you have the biggest freaking pop known to professional wrestling history it'd be so easy to do maybe not cheap <laughs> <laughs> definitely wouldn't be cheap but mm. it's very easy to do very uh, easy to get much like the tiger barb, you can find them in any PetSmart mm, pet smart mm, that you go mm. to interesting interesting S- steven a man of
0: of intellect and wisdom oh thank you fish enthusiast here yeah i do w- like me some fishies ladies <laughs> um <laughs> and then of course what would uh what would one of these shout out sections be without our good buddy and blogger mike charlip at mike jc821 howdy mike howdy mike how's it going man um mike says i want smackdown to be worth watching god damn <laughs> um he, he yeah i mean what else can you say um he also says i want wwe to care about tag team wrestling M- my response uh y- you won't get that necessarily on the main roster per se but um uh, all i have to do is really point to this diy mustache mountain match that you're gonna get at worlds collide even more reason to tune into that Instead of the Royal Rumble, dare I say.
2: And that's still mm-hmm. WWE. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. WWE does care about tag team wrestling, just not on SmackDown and Raw. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Mike also says, I want
0: champions to stop losing non-title matches. Mm. Um, I, my thinking is here, when done correctly, champions can and perhaps even from time to time, should lose a match when done yeah. correctly. Well, this because that's how you set up. That's a mechanism to set up a contender.
2: Absolutely, yeah. And and I was that's exactly where I was going to go to. You know, this is just a lot of what we talk about with wins and losses meaning something. Mm. Um, it, it's fine. It's one hundred percent fine if a champion loses a non-title match. If it. Goes somewhere, right? And if it means something, right? If, That's the clear distinction,
0: right? If Shinsuke Nakamura gets gets pinned in some random ass tag team match against you know with, with Shorty G, and yet Shorty G doesn't get a, a a shot at the Intercontinental Title, then yes, of course, I'm going to like explode mentally, right? Yeah. Like it's it it's it's dumb. Um, that said, though, you know, if it turned out to be something. And it was a great match, and they set up a rivalry properly. I've got no problem with it.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing. As long as the as long as it makes sense right. and, and it has a continuous story, I think that is the biggest thing. You know, I, I do definitely want. I do definitely agree that. Um, huh? Oh, I was just saying sorry. Oh, um, knocked over something on the table. Again. Oh, you're good. Uh, I do definitely agree. I <sighs> the the way that WWE does it uh, normally. Is that those kind of losses don't normally go anywhere, and, and I right. think that's the biggest thing. If, if, like you said, if they go somewhere and it, it turns into even at the very least a good feud or a good match, then that right there makes it all worth it, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But but if you are just gonna go in and you know, champions just have a match lose, they they have another match lose, then they defend and they win. Okay, cool, you know, that's not really a, a very good title run, but no. you know no it is what it is it is what it is everybody gets one
0: absolutely (laughs) (laughs) um so uh let's see here what's on tap for next week next week's uh action in wrestling Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um on raw we'll have lashley and lana taking on rusev and Liv morgan sweet Uh, Yes. Also, a ladder match between Rey Mysterio and Andrade for the United States Championship. Actually, very sweet. Very cool. Yes. Um, And we'll probably see some fallout here, too, because Aleister Black and Buddy Murphy had another very good match. Probably not their best one in the series yet, but they still had, nonetheless, a very, very good match on Raw. Main-evented... Well, no, I take that back. It was semi-main event on Raw last week. Still very, very awesome match. And Mm -hmm. then Buddy Murphy ended up Joining that stable mm-hmm. with uh, AOP and Seth Rollins, so we'll probably have some fallout for that. Will Will Alistair Black align himself with Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens? Mm. You know, or and the Big Show, I guess to that extent. You know, uh, is Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy are? are, are the, are they pairing with AOP? Is that going to make them the most unstoppable, stable in all of WWE? Who knows? We'll find mm-hmm. it. We'll find out on Raw.
2: Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, you and I texting back and forth talking about that whole thing uh, with Buddy Murphy aligning with Rollins and AOP and then Big Show, Kevin Owens, Joe, Aleister Black. It's um, a lot of names there. Yes. And, and uh, surprisingly, I'd be so down for that. Mm-hmm. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. That sounds really awesome, actually. Yes, I'd be, I'd be very, very down. Can we just take a second to talk about how good Big Show looks? Big Show looks a lot better, dude. Dude, he's like, he's lost a lot of weight. He's like jacked. Yes. Like, well, for him, yes, he's, he's jacked. Yeah. He looks great. Yeah, he looks awesome. Congrats, man. Big Show. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations there. And and it's funny because uh, a few years ago, when Big Show wasn't wrestling, I saw like pictures of that transformation. You know, him losing all that weight, putting on all that muscle. And my first thought was like, man, I want to see him wrestle now. You know, with, with his his new physique his, his or whatever transformation. And now we're getting it, so it's cool. Hundred percent, hundred percent, man.
0: Yeah. So that that'll be very interesting to watch out for on Raw. Um, we also have uh some really interesting stuff going on here for NXT. Um the uh, Dusty Rhodes Classic keeps rolling on here and if you guys missed out on NXT this past week, you missed two really awesome tag team matches. Uh the Time Splitters, uh, they did fall in defeat of the uh the Grizzled Young Veterans. Oh no. Um so where where this puts Alex Shelley, I I really don't know. Um I hope that um I hope that Alex Shelley sticks around um and uh because he's he's not technically signed uh to wwe at the moment he's he's not there just yet um but um let let me see here i actually just pulled something up let me see if i can find it um
2: i just had an amazing amazing thought for one of my wishes oh yeah you're gonna love it
0: okay cool man i'm down
2: i'm always down uh, so, so this is per uh, Wrestling
0: uh, article written by Mark Middleton here. So credit here to Mark Middleton
2: for this. Shout out Mark Middleton.
0: Um, as noted, this week's WWE NXT episode saw the first—I'm uh, sorry—saw the final first round matches in the 2020 Dusty Rhodes Classic. Alex Shelley made his TV in ring debut for the company as he and Kushida reunited the Time Splitters in, in a in a loss to the grizzled young veterans James Drake and Zach Gibson. Um, now, there have been rumors and speculation on uh, Shelley's future with WWE, but he indicates in the video above, where you can click on the video if you go to Wrestling Inc. and find this uh, article here, uh, he indicates that he and Kushida will uh, continue to team together on the brand. Quote, we may have lost tonight, but quite frankly, we owe the NXT Universe a big thank you, Shelley said. We wouldn't be teaming together if it weren't for them, and really, truly, if it weren't for the best competition in the entire world regrouping and coming together in NXT, okay? So, NXT tag teams, we're putting uh, you on blast. We're putting you on notice. I don't care where you're from. I don't care if you're from Japan, Canada, Mexico, the UK, the US of A. Alex Shelley and Koshida may have lost tonight, but I can guarantee our skills are the best and the number one uh, are, are the best, rather, the number one, and we'll prove it any time. That's the good thing about us. We regroup, we recollect, and we get better. Nice. So um, I hope that helps clear up anything here. Again, he's not officially re-signed, or, or rather signed, uh, by WWE, um, but I think that uh, Alex Shelley in NXT... Can only mean good things here, especially with the Time Splitters being together. Mm-hmm. They were in desperate need of having another big tag team uh, on the roster, and I think the the Time Splitters are one to to really focus on here. So,
2: yeah, no, definitely. Um.
0: Uh, so yeah, the, they had the Time Splitters versus uh, the Grizzled Young Veterans, and then the Broserweights, uh, Matt Riddle and uh, uh, Pete Dunn. Mm-hmm. Uh, they teamed very very well. Uh, against Flash, Morgan Webster, and uh, Mark Andrews. I need to go back and watch that match. That sounds so good. It is a very, very good match. Hell yeah. A very good match. Um, So yeah, you'll need to check out those. Um, But this next round here, uh, in the uh, Dusty Rhodes Classic, uh, we'll see Imperium take on Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne this week on NXT. Uh, And uh, we'll also be seeing the Grizzled Young Veterans versus Undisputed Era. So another huge round of tag team matches yeah. uh, with these four teams. Definitely highly looking forward to seeing this here. Definitely. Um, of course, the winner of the Dusty Road Classic tends to be a number one contender for the championships, mm-hmm. so we'll have to wait and see what happens from here. But my guess here, the weights look really, really strong, yeah. and I wouldn't be surprised if they were to meet Undisputed Era in the finals and beat them, leading to a deserving tag team title shot. Yeah, no, absolutely. Also on tap here, Roderick Strong will defend his uh, North American Championship against Keith Lee uh, on this week's episode. Uh, That'll be another very good, interesting contest to look out for. That'll be very, very good. Yes, yes, yes. Um, So definitely NXT looks really good. AEW also looks very good, as uh, this week's episode of AEW will air from Chris Jericho's cruise. Uh, He's doing the, the Jericho whatever just, uh, something at sea I don't know right mm-hmm. and <laughs> wrestling yeah. whatever there's gonna uh, be bubbly yeah they they didn't invite us ladies and gentlemen so we're not gonna be shills here yeah screw you Chris yeah <laughs> The, the nerve of that guy not to invite headlock talk. Uh, no, shout talk out. Jericho, <laughs> All right. We, that, our, our lawyers said that's the only thing that we can do here. We can't <laughs> actually play his music. So, um, no, shout out, Chris. We hope to one day be on your cruise. Yes. Um, um, or, or on your podcast. Or on your podcast. Yeah. Um, Heartbroken that we didn't go on your cruise this <laughs> year, <here>. um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no big uh, matches set here. SCU versus Kenny Omega and Hangman Page for the mm. AEW World Tag Team Championship. That's mm. going to be big. Yes. Chris Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz versus the Dra- uh, the Dragon Express, the Jurassic Express. <laughs> Goodness, um, <laughs> Joey Janela versus Ray Phoenix. Hmm, interesting. That is a contrast of styles if I've ever seen one. Should be good. Yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah. And then uh, main event here: John Moxley versus Pac in a number one contenders match for the AEW World Championship. So this is a callback to uh, their first match where it ended in a no contest. Mm-hmm. This time it's with number one contender stakes on the line. Here, I think it's pretty clear cut who should win this match. Yes. But, but. You never know. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's definitely worth uh, tuning in. What I've been doing personally is I've been watching NXT on Wednesdays and then watching AEW on Thursdays when it's on the TNT On Demand, Mm. or I'll even try and watch the West Coast showing of uh, AEW. So, it is possible, if you have the TNT app, it is possible to watch both Mm -hmm. in the same night without having to have two computers or two TVs turned on at the same time. Right, right. Yeah, why strain yourself like that, guys? <laughs> don't don't hurt yourselves. No. Um, let's see here. What what was I looking at? Ah, yes. Mm. Mm. So, uh, here's something. Okay. New Japan mm-hmm. is doing. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, will have a mini tour uh, of the United States here this month. Nice. And that actually kicks off next week. Uh, January 24th in Tampa, Florida. What's up with Tampa, man? I don't know. Everyone loves Tampa. I don't. (laughs) Um, (laughs) January 26th in Tennessee. It's there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tennessee's there. Mm -hmm. Uh, January 27th in Durham, North Carolina. Uh, January 30th in Miami, Florida. And then February 1st in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, so, the, and these are all, I mean, you've definitely got some talent here on this part of the tour. Um, but this also coincides with uh, uh, New Japan's New Beginnings Tour uh, in Japan. So, February 1st, New Japan beginning in Sapporo. Uh, we'll see. Uh, here are some highlights of the card here for you guys, ladies and gentlemen. The big matches to look out for. Sonata and Naito versus Jay White and Kenta.
1: God, what? Jesus. Just just like,
0: February 1st, man. Here you go. Um, Here's something. John Moxley and Kazuchika Okada versus Taichi and Minoru Suzuki. So, look, look, look. Moxley and Okada being on a tag team together is one thing. Uh, Poor Minoru Suzuki here. I mean, you might as well put him in a handicap match because Taichi's going to be completely useless in there. (laughs) But...
2: No nah, man, he'll just rip his pants off. Yeah, and turn he'll into just a monster.
0: Uh, yeah, just gonna tear away my pants. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, if anybody could handle us a, a, a handicap match uh, <laughs> with Moxley and Okada, it'd be Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know I, I needed a Moxley Okada tag team, but it gets better. Stephen, uh, Tomohiro Ishii takes on Evil. Just <laughs> giving me everything here, and even better. Hiroki Goto puts on his never openweight championship on the line against Shingo Takagi in the main event. Yeah, uh-huh. th- this February first is looking great. Wait, that was all the same show, all in the same show. <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, ridiculous. Oh man! Fa- all right. Followed up here February the second, night two of New Beginnings in Sapporo for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Will Ospreay? Yes, that Will Ospreay. Yes. Will be challenging Zack Sabre Jr. for the Rev Pro British Heavyweight Title. Crazy. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, main eventing supposedly, uh, and and let's be let's be real here, folks. Will Osprey versus Zack Sabre Jr. should be the main event here of, yep. this, of 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 night two. But according to New Japan's scheduling of this here, the main event looks like uh, Kazuchika Okada versus Taichi. Now, with that said. I've never seen Okada wrestle himself before, Um, but yes, Osprey versus Zack Sabre Jr. would be the much more interesting contest here.
2: (laughs) Oh man, yeah, that's an interesting main event.
0: Yeah, I'd 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 rather do the Osprey Zack Sabre Jr. match, please and thank you. Hey, there's still time. Um, And then a week after that, February the (laughs) ninth. this. New beginning in Osaka. February 9th. Will Ospreay and Kazushika Okada take on Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi? Where's this Taichi love coming from? Wh-
2: what is happening? I Taichi's wrestling like 13 times in a week? <laughs> yeah.
0: like- 100%. That's what's going on here. It looks like uh, somebody... Taichi's done some favors for somebody here. He's going to lose all these matches and just get buried. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps so. Um, Sonata versus Jay White. Nice. Hiromu Takahashi versus Ryu Lee. Okay. That's going to be yeah. a killer match. John Moxley versus Minoru Suzuki for the US title.
2: Yes. I can't wait.
0: That and, one's going to be so so good. And um Naito Okay. will be defending both the IWGP heavyweight and Intercontinental titles against Kenta in the main event. Oh man, it's a champ champ match. Champ champ match. Wow. Yes. Yes. I didn't
2: know I didn't know how they were going to do that if they were going to put like one title on the line or or what.
0: Well, it looks very apparent that uh, that they're going to do both titles on the line here. Interesting. Um, what's even more interesting is John Moxie's involvement in this whole thing because this that'll be February 29th. AEW Revolution takes place February 29th. Um, so this will be mid-season here, for, kind of for AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh john moxley somebody who's widely believed to be the number one contender possibly here uh for chris jericho's title if he was to beat pock mm-hmm. um pack <laughs> pack pock Pac, whatever <laughs> um i mean he'll be he'll be wrestling in japan like, yeah like like just just that same month so yeah very strange he's a busy guy He's a real busy guy. Yeah, very busy guy. But hey, if they can make it work, they can make it work.
2: Mm-hmm. I like it. I just hope he's not. Uh, hope he's not doing too much. Yes, you know, I I I would agree. Oh no, he's a tough dude though. So, I don't know. Uh, any update on his uh, his elbow? I know they haven't really talked much about it. How's it going? Um, I, I mean, I'm, th- I'm I
0: mean, it should be fine. I, I mean, he's been wrestling. He's been working on it. You know, yeah. all this whole time I don't, I don't see any it hasn't why he been couldn't. taped up either recently. So yeah, not that I've seen. So uh, huh. all good things. Yeah, yeah. This good. this Minoru Suzuki match, um, it looks looks to be pretty tasty.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, so speaking of, mm, mm. there was a there was a lot of people who who were you know giving some if wishes were fishes here. Yes, it is that time for Us now to go. Take a deep dive down into, of course, if wishes were fishes.
2: All right,
0: so Stephen, you 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 mentioned that you have this like super killer wish, and I can't I, I think can't so. wait any mo- any longer. Um, so, well, do you want the killer wish first, or do you want my Oh, just, do whatever, man. Okay, do whatever fancies your
2: you know your fancy. Okay, whatever fancies my fancy. Yeah, exactly, hundred percent fancy. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, this will just be my quick wish. Um, We we have this uh, DIY um, versus Mustache Mountain match coming up on Worlds Collide, and I'm very, very excited for it, right? Um, If wishes were fishes, though, this is not the end for DIY. Now, the last time we saw DIY, it was a one-off, right? And it was cool to see, 100%. Um, but like I've said in the past, I missed a lot of DIY's heyday, right? And uh, I, I want to see them have a good run as DIY. Um, so yeah, I mean, if Wishes Were Fishes, uh, this is like the official reformation of DIY, not mm. just some one-off to sell tickets to World's Glide. Interesting. Interesting.
0: I do like that wish because I, I would like to see another extended run from DIY or at least some kind of like acknowledged like alliance here. Yeah, right? yeah, and,
2: and like I understand there there's still some loose ends with with Champa and, and the title and everything like that, and this might throw a wrench in some of those plans. Um, but but yeah, like you said, if if not an official reformation, it, at least like a cold you know cut alliance.
0: Right. Well, and there's the there's this whole theory too that with, um, with the way things that are going right now, there's not there's not necessarily a guarantee that Tommaso Ciampa will win. Uh, the the, t- the title off of Adam Cole, I think that would be the that would be what I would do for sure. Um, I think that's what a lot of people thought should be the plan here. But I mean, you know, Keith Lee's been very impressive. There's nothing saying that Keith Lee couldn't take the title off of Adam Cole in the end. Um, I don't know. I just I just don't know where they go with the story. But if that is the case here, and Tomás Champa for one reason or another isn't the chosen guy to beat Adam Cole which I think that would be wrong, um, you can always fall back on that and say, you know what, you know, Ciampa re-ups and he, he and Gargano re- reform DIY one more ride and challenge uh, Undisputed Era uh, for the tag team titles. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing saying you couldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, um, this kind of goes back to what JPQ said, so I'm going to kind of uh, steal from him for a second. Mm-hmm. It is a, um, uh, the way that you described it here, it, it, it is a cheap fish, Mm. But but one with quite a bit of uh, um, uh, explosiveness, yeah. a very, very vibrant wish mm-hmm. here. Uh, so for that, I will certainly give uh,
2: six tiger barb fish. Why? Thank you, sir. Yeah, of course. Hell yeah, tiger barbs, man. They don't they don't get much love. Mm-hmm. We we used to have a fish tank. Um where it was uh, it was a very pretty fish tank. We had lots of uh, you know, driftwood and like rocks in there made it look, look all pretty. Mm-hmm. And we had like like fifty tiger barbs in there. Oh wow. And that was the only thing in there was just tiger barbs. So I like tiger barbs. Thank you. Yeah.
0: No, of course. Of <laughs> course.
2: Um if wishes were fishes.
0: Uh-huh. Um so hmm mm-hmm. Hmm, hmm. You've got uh, AJ Styles on Raw. He's been feuding with Randy Orton for a little while here. Um, the match is... It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yes. Um, I i fear as though it's going to be headed towards either more and more matches on Raw or it'll lead to another match at WrestleMania. So mm-hmm. it'll be like two years in a row we've seen Orton and Styles. Right. Right. Um, and, and that's perfectly fine. There's nothing... Wrong with that, yeah. But if that's the direction we're going to go in, we're going to go with another Styles and Orton matched WrestleMania. If wishes were fishes, um, let's kind of, you know, let's just have them cut promos on each other. This is a major problem that I see with a lot of what happens on Raw. If it's a match that's like supposed to be like two stars that are feuding with each other, you shouldn't necessarily have them fight each other. Week in, week out, uh, every single Monday. Let's let's properly just use promos for build between the two every week, and and maybe have them do squash matches or whatever that it, whatever else might be better for a mechanism here. So this kind of goes along with lines of like what what Mike was saying is like you know let's not just burn everybody out, uh, fans included, by having repetitive matches. Let's leave things
2: to savor here. I think that would make for better viewing on uh on raw. Yeah. I mean, it, it's the whole absence makes the heart grow fonder type thing, you know. And, and using promos to build I think is definitely the better way to go just because, you know, look at look at uh Jordan Devlin uh David Starr. You know, if they 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 had a long long feud in OTT, you know, but imagine if they just went out every Every show and had a singles match. And then, you know, David has three losses and Devlin has three losses. And then they, they go to fight again and then Star wins. Cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it doesn't have that oomph to it, you know. And, and the last matches of, of the feud or the last match of the feud really wouldn't come off as that big because they've had 17 matches before you know and, and i think that feud is the the shining example really uh, of how you should build something like that so i definitely agree with that wish um so i guess with your wish it would just be aj styles and and uh, randy orton just stop having matches for a little bit and, and build a little bit more
0: and uh, and like i said it it could this could be said for anybody right right any of these feuds uh, I mean there's obviously feuds that work great for TV like the Rey Mysterio Andrade feud works great for TV this 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 faction with Rollins and Buddy Murphy now joining up with AOP you know this faction is great for for raw I think um and, and you know the possibilities that it could have for you know star making potential for Alistair Black if he was to uh, to be the the, the man to join forces with Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe. I think that would be brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think there are certain mechanisms that work well for raw television, but if there's a high profile match, don't just give it to me
2: every week or every other week. Right. S- save some of that. Yeah. And, and I mean, I think there's something to be said about Randy Orton being like the legend killer, you mm-hmm. know, and, and they, they could play off of that a little bit more with AJ Styles being, you know, the legend, uh, to a certain degree. Uh, I don't know how many people would, uh, squeaky chair. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many people would agree with that. Uh, I, I know I agree with that and a a lot of our, uh, uh, podcasting peers would definitely agree with that. Mm. Um, I don't know how it would come off with Randy Orton being like older than AJ Styles. That might be a little weird, but, um, Hmm. I wonder if he is older. I'm pretty sure he is. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. But, um, yeah, I mean, that'd be a cool storyline. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, and, again, going off the whole tiger barb thing, that's a very cheap wish to mm-hmm. get uh, a lot of uh, good reaction, a lot of vibrant uh, crowd reaction, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'll go ahead and give you the fish that you gave me back. Six tiger barbs. Oh. Yes. Good wish. Well, thank you.
0: I appreciate that, You're man. You're welcome. Um, hmm.
2: I think it's a uh, think it's your turn for my for, turn. for a wish. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yes. So I know a few weeks ago when we were talking about this whole Marty Skrull thing, I was really wanting him to come to AEW and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. be be the villain that they had um kind of alluded to or I guess teased a little bit, you know. Uh, have Marty Skrull come out, just like, yeah, it's me. I'm the leader of the Dark Order, you know, or whatever. Uh, and now with him being re-signed to uh, Ring of Honor, getting more responsibility in the company and everything, um, that looks like it may or may not be in the card still, right? But, and this is so, so far-fetched and mm. and most likely would never happen, but it got me thinking. Uh, you had mentioned that Marty Skrull has a lot of, uh, I guess, a lot of weight, and uh, a lot of good relationships with between uh, the the companies that he's worked for mm-hmm. two of those being ring of honor um, mm-hmm. and then he has a lot of uh, a lot of friendships in AEW so if wishes were fishes you still go with this marty scroll angle of marty scroll coming into AEW as the villain the the leader of the dark order right mm. but you can bind that with his new position at ring of honor and basically turn this into, like you had alluded to earlier, a Ring of Honor uh, to AEW kind of invasion angle. And so basically, Marty Skrull is the leader it, in kayfabe, the leader of Ring of Honor, coming in and and invading AEW, and the Dark Order being a part of that as well. Mm, mm, yeah, mm, yeah. So I, I I I just really love that angle that I've set up in my head uh, of Marty scroll being the villain. And I think it would work perfectly. And I was a little discouraged when, when I heard that he went back to ring of honor and I get it, you know, that that's a, it's a, it's a very good title to have. Mm. And he's, he's, uh, he's doing really well there, but I still think you could do the angle. And even with this, I think you could do it so much better too. Mm. I'm gonna give you four dolphins
0: for that one because mm-hmm. I think that people would be jumping for joy, yeah uh, o- o- over uh, o- over this kind of angle that you've built here, stephen. Mm-hmm. It is it is very, very um, it's still not out of the realm of possibility, yeah, um, but if it was to
2: happen, then yes, uh, people would certainly be. Yeah, you know, leap leaping out of the water for that one. Yeah, I mean it, it's a way to get Ring of Honor out there, you know, because AEW obviously has more eyes on them. It, it's a way to get Ring of Honor out there and, and a good push to this new era that Ring of Honor is ushering into. But it's also a huge, huge draw for AEW too. If you were able to set up an angle and a storyline like that, that's something that people will tune into every single week to find out what's going to happen. Mm, mm. Yeah.
0: Interesting wish, man. Thank you. Yeah, very
2: good. Yes, four dolphins. Thank you for the
0: dolphins. Very good. Appreciate it. Um, Of course. Uh, If Wishes Were Fishes. Yes. This is actually a headlock talk first. Okay. We began the show with a UFC uh, kind of breakdown, and and I'm actually going to give a UFC-related wish here. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Indeed. Um, Now, um, some controversy after uh, during last night's UFC show. Uh, allegedly, Kamaro Usman's Twitter account was hacked. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Um, there's no way of really knowing. But apparently some derogatory remarks were said off of this account, whether it was hacked or not, regarding Connor McGregor and his wife. Um, now, uh, look... Um, this is this could be good angle building if it's if it is uh, true that Kamaru Usman did indeed said this he is he has definitely denied it and uh, Dana White has placed some doubts as to whether or not Kamaru Usman actually said this or if it was indeed a hack. Um, but Conor McGregor himself seems fairly skeptical that uh, Kamaru Usman didn't say these things about his wife. Uh, so if which were sort of fishes. This is this is the build. This is where we go here, ladies and gentlemen. Conor McGregor has a number one contender's basically match against Jorge Masvidal. That leads to Kamaru Usman and Conor McGregor goes in and challenges for his third title in a third division and he stays in welterweight and defends the title.
2: Mm. And defends it successfully. Yeah, successfully
0: correct? defends the title after beating Kamaru Usman. If wishes were
2: fishes. Oh man. If yeah.
0: if that was to happen. No events to Kamaru Usman. If if hey look, if if you didn't say the things, then you didn't say the things, man. I get it. If you did say them, then this is great angle building. Yeah, yeah. And uh you would certainly deserve to get your ass kicked if I'm reading all these things correctly here. Right, right. Yes. If you said them.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that'd be that'd be cool. I mean like like I said I don't know uh too much about the the story building and everything of UFC but everything I do know about uh Conor's career uh definitely alludes to this being a very good story for sure. Um are you comfortable with saying what was said on air? Uh yeah, I mean I'll
0: uh, I'll I'll bleep it out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz I'm I'm just kind of curious what was said. Let me see if I can pull up the exact message here. Okay. Um,
2: let's see here. Cuz trash talking, man, like that's uh That that's the best way to do it, really. Uh, that's the best way to do it.
0: Let's see. So here is um Yes. He he here's what basically he says. Uh uh Conor McGregor is an Irish blank. One tweet said, followed by blank, I will blank your wife while slapping the blank out of you punk. Damn. Yeah, you can read between the lines. Damn. Um another one says, let's be real. Um my man is a is a blank in Irish punk who won't be winning today. Um and then a few other tweets Um, Let me see here. A third tweet, meanwhile, displayed what appeared to be two blank accounts along with the caption tweeting his bank password when I hit 1K followers. So I think that's maybe where uh, the thought that maybe his account was indeed hacked. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, His manager, uh, Kamaru Uzma's manager, um, uh, confirmed that his Twitter account had been hacked. UFC is working on getting it back. So... Uh, you know who knows angle building in UFC is a little bit more realistic let's Mm -hmm. be honest but um, I don't have any doubt that maybe there was a hack here but the fact that McGregor feels pretty upset about the whole thing uh, I think still good story building yeah and maybe could lead to even bigger animosity between these two
2: yeah yeah no for sure I mean uh yeah uh Let's see what kind of fish I can give you. Yeah,
0: yeah, but basically the overarching wish is McGregor stays in the uh, welterweight division, and uh, you know goes on a goes on a tear here.
2: Yeah, I like that, and uh, I mean McGregor was pretty much the reason I started watching UFC because I I watched highlights from McGregor and uh, was just like, oh my god, this guy's a monster, you know, and and that was the main reason I started watching a lot of UFC, and since then I've watched many more. fights, not even with McGregor in it. So, I, I really like that, especially him going on a Taran Welterweight. I'm going to go ahead and give you five Neon Tetras. Neon Tetras. Very nice. Thank yes. you so much. Lo- love the fish. Yes. It's a good fish. And as we
0: close today's episode of Headlock Talk, uh, we want to thank you again, of course, for joining us, as always, here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it was a fun time here yes, today. I-, I really enjoyed it. A little bit of a more of a loose feel here today, yeah. I think. Um, uh, if you uh, want to support Headlock Talk, we definitely would appreciate that. Uh, the best way to support Headlock Talk is, of course, by first of all follow us on Twitter at Headlock Talk. Uh, secondly, and most importantly, hit that subscribe button to wherever you listen to podcasts, be it iTunes, Spotify. Google Play, wherever, and leave a rating and review. That, that is, of course, the best way to support Headlock Talk um, in all of our endeavors. Um, we definitely want to do, uh, do it big here in 2020. Doing it big doing
2: it big
0: (laughs) Um, but uh, thank you of course uh, for tuning in uh, today as always Uh, if you are a business and you want to reach out to Headlock Talk for any advertising purposes you can always hit us up for uh, business inquiries at headlocktalk at gmail.com again it's headlocktalk at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you Um, to close out today's episode of course uh, just as we have been uh, so far in 2020 uh, we're going to close it out with album of the week and album of the week this week is is this it by the Strokes. Mm. Uh, this one here is a a wonderful album. Um, uh, I, for the all stupid dog, uh, my dog Millie over here is just knocking things off the table. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, she Millie Millie's in love with Steven. She loves me. Yeah, she she really does. He always wants his attention. Um, <laughs> But yeah, The Strokes, Is This It? Uh, their first album uh, released here. Uh, just a, a wonderful record. Released October 9th, 2001. Uh, s- many singles coming before They were known as a very, very good live band. Still, to this day, very good live band. But that's how they got their start. The, the, these kind of crazy shows. Um, much like the first album of the week with the Ramones, uh, a lot of Is This It? is based on... Um, life in new york city and kind of these young up and coming musicians in their 20s you know uh, r- relationships and drugs and even some political kind of songs in there as well you know songs about getting into the music biz J- just just you know crazy life as kids um not Maybe not as aggressive, uh, certainly, as the Ramones record a few weeks back. Is This It certainly comes along as being a very earnest and honest album, uh, and, and uh, with a lot of uh, maturity for this being a first album. Um, so with that, definitely highly recommend it. A lot of the tracks that you'll probably have heard of are uh, Last Night, Someday. Um, if you get the U.S. version, uh, there is a um, one of the songs here uh is generally omitted because there's two different album cover types Mm. Uh, there's one that uh, it's got a very cool kind of graphic design it almost looks like a like a dream catcher of sorts Mm. on a on an orange background um that one um has been re-released a couple different times the first one omitted a track called new york city cops uh, which was actually banned from airplay after 9-11. It was uh, simply because of a... Uh, there. It was critical of New York police. Mm-hmm. Uh, there had been a a, a bad incident, and you can read further into this here, of police brutality um, a couple years before the song was released. Um, so it was just critical of that. But, of course, because of 9-11, they, they decided to pull it from the airwaves. Of course. Um, the British pressing of the album cover actually... Uh, uh, a somewhat uh, revealing and intimate image of a woman. Hmm. Oh. Huh. Check it out for yourselves. Nice. Um, but nonetheless, <laughs> uh, Is This It? Brilliant album. Highly recommend checking it out. Uh, the band that arguably saved rock and roll in the 2000s. So, you know, if uh, you're a rock and roll fan, if you like indie music, uh, this is the place to go. Right on. Is This It? By The Strokes. Um, Steven, am I missing anything this week? Thank think you got everything, man. Alright. Oh, well good. Uh Mrs. Headlock Talk says she needs a Dr. Pepper. So <laughs> we better shut down the show here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm of course the Texas gentleman Tanner Pruitt, and of course, the most budding bachelor out there of the wrestling community. The one and the only Mr. stephen Grudy. Thanks for listening, y'all. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. And y'all have yourselves a wonderful rest of the day. Later.
1: Bye-bye. <laughs>
2: Try
0: on glasses with Zenny's 3D Virtual Try-On.
2: Wait, are those the actual prices? I say get all of them.
0: Seriously, why not, right?
2: Oh, now I want new glasses.
0: Zenni.com. Quality prescription glasses starting at $6.95.